I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Jill Ostrowski, Joe Gilio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G with you on a Friday. We're away from the first round of the 2022 NFL Draft. And joining us right now on the Roman Guest Line to talk all things draft is Scott Smith of the Action Network, Fantasy Pros, uh, and Mock Draft Database. And in 2018, he was the most accurate NFL mock drafter. So we're excited to get uh, Scott's insight here on what is uh, what is to come in the NFL Draft. Scott, welcome to the show. And as we look forward to next week, uh, we've been asking everyone when they hopped on, is Aiden Hutchinson going to be the number one pick? Trayvon Walker? What's your feeling on this? Because the, the odds continue to kind of shift more towards Trayvon Walker versus Hutchinson. Do you think there's value on betting Walker as the first pick? Look, man, on all of my mock drafts so, so far, and even on my recent one, I've had Aiden Hutchinson. But like you said, that gap starting to close and, and what felt like it was a, a sure thing now seems like it's about 60-40 leaning in Hutchinson's favor with a lot of momentum going towards Walker. I do think there is some value. Um, I actually bet Walker at plus 190 to go first overall. So I, I do think there's still a little, a little bit of meat on the bone for that bet. All right. Uh, as far as just this draft overall is there a specific team or position group when it comes to betting this draft that uh, that intrigues you the most yeah you know one of the things i think you have to look at especially with the way this offseason has unfolded the financial landscape of the nfl is absolutely changing denzel ward at the the cornerback position just got a huge contract you, you saw what happened with Devonte adams and, and tyreek hill I think when you start looking at the back end of the draft, I think you're going to see a lot of those cornerbacks and wide receivers start to sneak in just because of the financial value that they're going to bring to teams. Also looking at like fifth year option as well as being, being in play. So I think when you start looking at some of the top 32 bets that they have out there, I think you want to kind of pin your hopes on some of these cornerbacks and wide receivers there in the back end of the draft. Scott, I saw a couple of days ago you tweeted about the Carolina situation uh, at quarterback. I mean, there's been some smoke the last couple of days that maybe they're not going to take a quarterback. They'll go offensive line there. But uh, I don't know, and I think that's what you were kind of saying. I don't know how they don't go quarterback, considering how everyone there seems to be on the hot seat, including the coach. They, they just need something better at quarterback. Are you thinking quarterback at six? And uh, do you think there's value on either Willis or Pickett or one versus the other when it comes to Carolina and being the first quarterback taken? Look, a lot of rumblings coming out of Carolina is that they want to move down to go ahead and, and either select Pickett or Willis. But in what NFL draft, when a team has interest in a player or in a prospect, do they move down to get him? You always hear about teams moving up to get them. Um, I think when you start looking at the, you know, Matt Rule being on a hot seat and whatnot, 
I would tend to lean at this point a little bit more towards like a Baker Mayfield trade. I know the the Pittsburgh Steelers right now are, are my favorite to go ahead and, and get Willis. Uh, you hear about you know Pickett being being related there with uh, to Matt Rule back when he was coaching Temple and recruiting him. At this point in time, right now in my mock draft, I actually have the big offensive tackle Charles Cross. I think just from a from a standpoint of what what Carolina needs, I think he's going to make the most sense. And if Matt Rule and wants to go ahead and save his job, I think he's going to have to go ahead and look towards either uh, you know Baker Mayfield or maybe even a Jimmy Garoppolo trade. So right now I'm kind of leaning towards Cross if Carolina can't trade back. The top five market. You uh, quickly mentioned top thirty-two, but let's let's hone in on top five for the moment. Trayvon Walker, such a happy favorite. We're not going to get interested there. You got to lay more than two dollars for Thibodeau or Quanu. Any other names that you like for a top five bet? Yeah, I think I think the top five is pretty much set. I think you're going to go ahead and, and see Hutchinson, Walker, um, and and Thibodeau, and I think Iquano's the the fourth. Um, I think the, the toss-up really comes in, in whether or not you're going to go ahead and, and see either Cross, who, who projects more of a, a, a true left tackle, versus Evan Neal, who's kind of played on the right side, and, and even some people project him to a guard. But it, the other two players that really come into play here is going to be Ahmad Gardner and even a long shot with uh, Derek Stingley. He's been getting a, a lot of a lot of connections there in, in Houston, and there's even some some good – Good parlays that you can even go and get like the plus 6,000 range if you want to take an outside bet and, and parlay Hutchinson to Walker and even uh, Stingley going third to, to Houston. So I think there's a little bit of value there, but uh, I think more of the value when it comes is going to be towards betting some of these top 32s like down at the bottom. I mean, the top five really seems like it's set at this point in time. Yeah, well, well what you just mentioned, there could be some value. Gardner minus 115 to go top five, cross plus 300, Stingley as a longer shot at plus 450. Uh, what about uh, top 10 where we find some value? You know, Willis is minus 150, Stingley minus 140. But uh, if we're looking for some plus money, you're going to have to get into Jamison Williams, Kenny Pickett, Drake London territory. Any top 10 bets you like? Yeah, you know, I think I think you have to look at a few different ways to go ahead and bet this. And, and instead of just looking at specifically like top ten players, you start matching up some players to some teams. Garrett Wilson is plus five hundred to to go at the eight slot, and you start looking at Atlanta. Atlanta probably has the worst you know wide receiver room in the NFL. And when you start looking at Garrett Wilson, you know he, he's projected to be the first wide receiver off the board at, at plus one ten. Um, and, and that you know earlier in the week it was him and Drake London kind of tied at plus. 125. Drake London's kind of dropped down a little bit, but I think when you start projecting some of those players like Garrett Wilson at 1.8, you know, to, to Atlanta for plus 500, I think there's good value there. Scott, depending on where you look, the prop for wide receivers in the first round has, has been jumping between five and a half and six and a half. I believe you have six in your latest mock drafts, including George Pickens uh, towards the tail end there. What's your thought process on, on how many we could get? Do you think there could be a seventh? Could someone jump into the bottom of the first round? To get one of these guys, I, I just keep thinking about how much these players now cost in free agency that extra year. If someone might want to jump in at 32, I feel like we're in that six or seven range for the first round. What's your thought on how many receivers we're getting here? 
Yeah, and this is a line that has moved. Early on, I bet this, uh, the original line was at plus, uh, I mean, over under five and a half wide receivers. And I, I think six is a solid number. I think the market has kind of switched right to where it is. You start looking at expected draft position, and George Pickens is kind of sitting right there at the 44 range. Some of the other players that you're kind of looking at, Christian Watson, um, you know, Sky Moore has kind of come in, Jahan Dotson. So those are some other guys that are there. Um, I would really shop around and, and see if there's a number that, that really kind of changes over the next next few days to, to see if you can kind of shop around and get a little bit better number. But I think that's, that, that's kind of accurate there at that six and a half. I expect six. Um, I think seven stretching a little bit. I think you're going to see some of these uh, cornerbacks like Kair Elam, Kyler Gordon, some of those guys kind of go in, the, in that back half. And I think you'll see some of the, the other wide receivers, Jahan Dotson, Christian Watson, even Scott Moore in the second round. Scott, let's circle back to the top 32 bets that you mentioned. Uh, when you're getting close to even money, Ritter minus 125, Christian Watson minus 105, Logan Hall plus 100. Uh, which cornerbacks, receivers do you like uh, that that where you could get some value on for first round on that Thursday? Well, I mean, you start looking at the plus money. You've got Kyler Gordon, who by all all accounts, like the scouts all have, you know, say that they all have first round grade on him. I think you, Andrew Booth is another one that that was up there a little bit higher. Some scouts are kind of dropping him down into the second round because he's got an injury and has not been able to run. There's some questions on his long speed there in the secondary. Um, but, but some of the ones that I like there, I, I think Lewisine, the, the the safety out of uh, Georgia, I think he's got a, a decent shot. His expected draft position sits at about pick 36 right now, but I think he could slide in. Tyler Smith, the big tackle and slash guard out of Tulsa, sits at uh, plus 110. We've got an expected draft position on him at pick 29. Um, and, you know, we already hit on George Pickens. I think he's a, he's a good bet as well. And, and Kyrie, when the, the big cornerback out of Florida, I think those are the guys that you're going to sit there and look. And when we start talking about the quarterbacks, right now we've got projected four quarterbacks with expected draft position in the first round. That includes Desmond Ritter and Matt Corral. Um, so you can get those two guys like Ritter at minus 125 and Corral at minus 145. And especially when we start talking about like the quarterback position, I also think there's good money to go ahead and, and project a quarterback there to Tennessee at plus 600. So I, I think that's some good action that you can go ahead and look at. Tanny, Ryan Tannehill is starting to get a little bit older. He's 34. He did lead them to a first seed last year, but really fell flat in the playoffs. So I think that's another value that you can go ahead and look at. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there.
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, when, you, when you look at this particular first, does the amount of teams that have multiple first round picks kind of change the way this could go? I mean, because, you know, it's not just we have this one need. Now we could get our need and we can get something else. Giants, Jets, Texans, Eagles, Chiefs. There's a lot of teams here set up the Saints with uh, multiple first round picks. It feels like, you know, a third or more of the first round is, is just within, you know, a handful of teams. Yeah, I think uh, you have to start looking. And I expect to see a little bit more of the trades like coming in the second half of the draft of the first round. Um, but specifically Kansas City and, and what they've, you know, had to, to go ahead and get rid of Tyreek Hill. I would expect, uh, you know, Veach over there in Kansas City to go ahead and make a move. You've seen Kansas City have a, a past history of moving up and down, you know, especially when they went, in, went up and got Patrick Mahomes. But with those, with them having two picks right there at, at 29 and 30, needing a wide receiver, and then you've also got Green Bay right in front of them at 28, also sitting with 22. Those are two primary teams that I would expect that have multiple picks that would use that ammo to go ahead and move up. Some of the other teams that you kind of start looking at, you know, Minnesota has, has talked about possibly moving down. The Giants have two picks in, in the top 10. They talked about possibly moving down. But Washington specifically at 11 only has two picks within the top 50 and, and not much else in the draft as far as draft capital. So I would expect those kind of be the ranges that teams would look to move up in the draft with, with those teams like Washington looking to move down and acquire more draft capital. Incredible information, Scott. Um, you mentioned Trayvon Walker, that there's still value there. With the number one pick, but as as you move down, a lot of these sports books, uh, it, it's hard to land a specific player on a specific spot. It's all plus money. Any others that you like? I see uh, the top ten are, are available to bet on right now. Yeah, I think Kenny Pickett's an interesting, uh, uh, interesting one to look at. And if you look at the odds, how they they've changed for the the Saints in particular, you know, the Saints are projected at plus one fifty now to to get a quarterback, and, and I would expect that to be Pickett if it if he does slide down. Um, I, I really think uh, there's good money to be had with Malik Willis, um, specifically at plus three fifty to try to line him up with Pittsburgh. But Pittsburgh's been one of the teams that you know who they're drafting before the draft even happens. You know, mm -hmm. they, they've been in love with Pickett since senior, I mean, with Malik Willis since the senior bowl. Um, and I, I just think he's a player in the way that they're set up, that they'd be a team that would be willing to get him. And I think there's good money to be had at plus 350 with Malik Willis to Pittsburgh. Scott, do you have any on, on how this offensive line group might go. I mean, it's it's bounced around so much. You know, early mock drafts, Evan Neal was number one, the first guy. Then Iki Aquanu. Now we've heard the last week or so the Giants might like Charles Cross. Uh, the, the order of those guys, do you think there's much difference between them? Is it just beauty in the eye of the beholder? Why, why so much difference we've seen 
in mocks the last few months about this offensive line class? Well, I think specifically when you look at it, um, I, I have Aquanu, and, and pretty much upon most scouts, I think he's got the most tools. And, and you know, you just look at the way he is, and, and as far as run blocking, he's played inside, he's played outside. I, I think he's going to be fully entrenched as the first offensive lineman off the board. When it comes to Evan Neal, there, I mean, there's some question as to whether or not he can project specifically to the left side, where Charles Cross is specifically you get him he's going to be a left tackle so you, you start looking at the coaching change they have there with, with the Giants you know are they going to want to go ahead and pass more does cross project better for them and in, in their offense in particularly I actually think cross has a good chance and I think there's good money to be had there if you wanted to bet specifically with that matchup uh putting Charles Cross to the Giants at plus 450 at, at pick five right there I think that's a good uh a good money to be had, but also even with this offensive line class, if you want to project specifically offensive line to the Giants at pick five, that's minus one twenty, and I still think there's good meat on the bone for that to be had as well. Draft position over for players, any that uh, are currently available that you really like. Um, I think one of the players that you can go ahead and look at, and he's been all over the board. And usually, when you have guys like this, like George Karloftis, is a guy who. Like teams either love him or they hate him. Some of the scouts have actually like come out and said that they don't even think he's a second round pick or a third round pick. Originally, he was sitting up around like 13 and his over and under kind of shot down to about 16 and a half. I think it's sitting at about 19 right now. I actually have him projected uh, 23rd to Arizona. I think Dallas is another destination where you could see him go. Um, so he's a guy I actually like the, the over on is sitting there at that. Um, some of the other players that I think you can sit there and look at, I really like Derek Stingley um, and his numbers before his uh, before his his pro day. He was sitting around 12 and a half. That line jumped down to about 10 and a half right now. So today it's sitting at 11 and a half. I think there's a good good way you can sit there and see him projected, you know, anywhere, you know, in high end with him going to Houston. They've got some love for him. But I think when you start looking at some teams that might want to move up, he's a player that could possibly get moved up to. And I, I like that number nine spot, either there to Seattle or to another team wanting to move up to select Derek Stingley. Great stuff. Scott Smith from the uh, Action Network on the Roman Guest Line. Scott, we appreciate you hopping on. We'll be checking out all of your work. He was on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BeckQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. That was a great spot. We got a lot of stuff there. Can, six, can we get them next week? Can we get them next just, week before the draft and then Friday too so we can talk about the, the second round bets? Can we bet on all of those right now? By the way, there's no doubt in my mind the Eagles will overdraft George Karloftis based right. on that evaluation. <laughs> I took a lot of notes. I don't know if you noticed, but I was writing a lot of stuff yep. down. I'm probably going to have to go back to the podcast later. We got great stuff coming up. Baseball, home run props, weekend trends, all next. Back you all network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.